0: back to a new episode of the chocolate mds Uh, i am one of your co-hosts dr nono and as always i am here with dr chris hey guys uh dr sunshine greetings lovely people and amy jo md hello everybody all right so uh, i think we just got over with thanksgiving holiday Mm -hmm. i have had enough turkey to last me until the new year Um, (laughs) i'm quite sick of it by this point Uh, but we did have a, a large plethora of sweet potato pies left over, which you are still working mm. on. So how is everyone's Thanksgiving? And uh, are we still working through leftovers?
1: <laughs> Wait, hold on. I have to say something because doctor Nono got on me for not giving credit and all that good stuff. Do you want to talk about uh, Michigan and Go Blue? Do you want to you oh, yes, share your moment go blue. in the video?
0: So <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are... I, we're now undefeated. We beat Ohio State last weekend. Um, I tried to express my joy in our residency group and everybody's like, What do you talk about? It's the World Cup. Like, why are
1: you care? <laughs> I know we were all watching uh, <laughs> the World Cup. She's like, Michigan just beat Ohio State. We're like I cool cool cool. See, y'all as a
0: midwesterner, y'all don't understand how big this victory is. Like, Michigan and Ohio actually went to war at one point in our history. And that just is internally like like internalized and <laughs> in all the kids that go to Michigan and also who go to Ohio state. So we, it was a very good game, uh, almost a shutout, but you know, you know, they kept us on the edge for a little bit, but it was a very good game and we're going to the championship on Saturday. So
2: question when, when was the game?
3: What uh, day? uh it was, uh...
2: <laughs> <Saturday>? was, it, <laughs> was, Saturday. It, was it, was it the day? Saturday. Last Saturday. Oh, cause, Saturday. cause on that Saturday, I think that was when the game was playing. And, um, who was playing? soccer game and he made that that um that goal oh. that everybody was talking about well we were oh. we were watching
1: Mexico Mexico and Argentina yes. and Mexico nah that wasn't
2: oh you were watching okay there was another game that was on I'm trying to remember who was playing I mean it was, it was the Iran versus the U.S. it was Brazil it was not oh. Brazil oh. it was Brazil yeah. and who was Brazil playing with I forget but he did this he did this goal the way he did that kick I was like okay that was cool. Yeah, he looked like
1: <laughs> it was like a it was like a karate. Yeah, move was like, with, a, pa, pa. with a soccer goal.
2: And I was like, I oh shoot! Like,
1: I was like, this looked like a move from Street Fighter. Yeah. I was like Brown like Hills yes.
2: behind the back kick It was, see, I was. It like, was. What am I looking at? But you know what? I didn't I, actually see it happen. I saw it on the replay, and I was like, ah, oh, okay, it was cool. Nice. That, that's what yeah, I was man. watching.
3: In fairness, that's what I I was was watching. watching. Mind you,
1: that's what the world is watching. That's what the world is also
2: watching. Dr. Nono, I
3: was watching. I was watching. I watched Rivalry Week the whole weekend, right? Because Rivalry Weekend started Thursday night with Ole Miss, Mississippi State. So I saw that game. I didn't see all of Michigan, um, Ohio, but I definitely was watching. And I was like, oh, shoot. So I, I saw when it was tight, right? So the first half of the game, I was like, ooh it's a dog fight. And then I don't know what the hell happened to Ohio, but they took that L that they
0: picked it up. Like Michigan picked it up like overdrive after halftime and it was just touchdown after touchdown. I'm like, what is going on? You know? And even last year it was still like a 20, 20 ish point lead. So I'm just like, it's not an issue with recruiting because Ohio state always recruits like the best of the best. So I don't know like I guess Harbaugh got his groove and is just now going with it so I'm happy to see it so yeah yeah.
1: statistically and talent wise statistically and talent wise y'all were not supposed to win that game but somehow Michigan (laughs) found a way to win I know wow. enough about football to know that, but but I did. No, I even I know that. that. Like it's it's always historically. They, I also say, say the Michigan game. fans know it too, and that's what makes the win even sweeter for them because they're like, listen, there is no way we were supposed to pull off this upset, but we go we gonna really go in. Wait, who do y'all
3: yeah, play in the I Big Ten? Uh, Purdue. Oh uh, cake walking.
0: Yeah, we're about to win that. That's fine. <laughs> <Cakewalking>. <laughs>
2: I'm not worried. So, <laughs>
3: cake walking. Well, so I just want
2: you lose though.
3: Man, if y'all lose that game, let me tell you something. Ooh. Overconfidence.
2: Okay, Alabama.
0: You can just keep your...
3: First of all, that was not Alabama, but since you got Alabama name in your mouth, let me be clear that... Oh, my God. um, Let's be clear (laughs) that in no circumstances uh, do I ever go to bed thinking that you about to compare your current michigan to alabama even with a two lost season ain't nobody in here talking about alabama i don't tolerate that so um i'm rolling with oh the tide all, all day long uh, all day i'm gonna all roll
0: tide up in our inbox i meant no offense i meant no offense
3: all day no right <laughs> right because dr chris is the one that said it and you was like oh alabama like wait hold on a second now listen um Oh
2: my God. You know,
3: look, we don't even pay attention to anything I say. I don't know nothing about that. We're going to take our season. We're not going to get riled up. I got to wake her up a little bit. We're not going to the playoffs this year, but that's fine. (laughs) It'll be the first one since the playoffs started that we're not going to.
1: To be, to, to be honest, it don't really matter who going to come out of the SEC because Michigan couldn't beat none of them anyway. And every time oh, Michigan
3: no, – no. Michigan
1: can't be Alabama. They can't beat Georgia. I mean, the SEC is just a different – Yeah, different I, I
3: must say, if Michigan you you is about to roll that? up on Georgia, uh, it's just Why not going to happen. Over here? It's not going to happen. <laughs> Dr. Chris. Like – Oh Listen, God. Michigan's been here before, right? But <laughs> they were super hyped. Like, may I remind y'all that every time y'all you know roll up in recent years um, on these SEC teams, you come back
1: that been? Mm-hmm. You know, what? that's because oh, some oh. SEC teams be like grown men.
3: Yeah. Like, they like, what are them kids they eat homemade cornbread like, every day. <laughs> I now bear witness. I I know why they're big, right? I, I would like to tell you from experience, like these are not regular human beings down here. Like I don't know Jesus. what they're eating.
0: Like these 18, 22 year olds looking like men. Like Look,
3: God. I when I when I had my speaking engagement, um I got in the elevator with some of them dudes and my eyeballs were below their nipples. Like, I need y'all to appreciate that. Now, listeners, you don't know this, but I'm 5'10. I'm not terribly tall, but I'm not short either. But to be looking at these guys and recognize that if you look straight ahead, you still wouldn't even stare at their nipples, I was like, man, these are huge people. I felt <laughs> so small. Like, they're, they're, You know they're big but when you like walk up on them and you're standing next to them like you really appreciate that you feel so tiny amongst Mm. all these people but i would like to say i was happy that i got to meet bryce before before he was you know heisman and everything and he has been Mm. the nicest sweetest man from the time I met him to as I have watched him go through, so that guy that you see on TV was the exact same guy that I met, and he was super nice. He was thankful for our presentation and for speaking and all stuff. He's such a nice guy. So, Aww, that's
0: yeah, dope. like he that's
3: came to know. like.
1: Sometimes you don't be you know do but he
3: came after after my presentation. He came to, to specifically say thank you for the presentation. I really appreciate you coming out. And I was like, oh my God, who is this kid? And they were like, oh, this is Bryce Young. He's going to be our quarterback. He's going to be really good. And I was like, okay, Bryce, get it. You know, the black auntie, uh, get it Bryce. Who knew that I was Mm -hmm. literally shaking the hand of a, a Heisman winner, but he has been awesome from day Mm -hmm. one. So that kid is worth his weight in gold. Literally and figuratively now. Right. So (laughs) I'm sure he is. Oh
1: yeah. Because he's going to, he's going to go listen because he's, and that's another thing, because I feel like in the SEC they just built bigger, and like these dudes are playing to go to the league. Mm-hmm. I feel like in Michigan, you might be lined up to some dude, and he's gonna be like an accountant one day. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he, he really at Michigan to get this degree, and he's gonna be doing somebody taxes in a couple years, and that's cool. I mean, it's but not the I norm. I feel like in I the SEC the schools, they're was, like,
3: you know, they're huge. I
0: mean, the outlier is obviously like Brady, but you I mean it's not that's not the norm. Uh, but I mean, U of M they they have I. We've always been overshadowed by Ohio State, like, with the rivalry. You know, so the big – if people don't know, um, after Thanksgiving, we have a big rivalry game called The Game, uh, which is literally that. It's the Ohio State versus U of M, and that's, like, the oldest – one of the oldest rivalry games, like, in the nation. Um, But, you know, Ohio State always has overshadowed us in terms of the talent that they recruit. So, you know, our record with beating them is not great. But, you know, the past two years, you know, we've actually – you know, kind of shut them out, which is very surprising. Um at least from the time that I've been at U of M when I was an undergrad. You know, it was always like, oof, that was a that was a rough game. But now in like recent years or recent memory they're actually doing really good. So I'm like, oh, okay, so, you know, we might be coming back. So we'll see.
1: I'm sad I tried yes. to have a moment to give you your shine and then somehow ended up being about Alabama. Shining, so, like, shine. Y'all and are shining, always shining. Y'all gonna
0: always root for she your started. southern oh, schools. You so. Dr. Chris
3: winning. for that because I was feeling I back no, here. I don't
1: got no, See? See? I don't have a dog in this fight, y'all. Yeah, I don't have a dog in this college football the, the, fight. The, funny thing,
2: the funniest Dr. thing Dr. Chris brought
1: up Alabama.
2: I did not bring up Alabama. I just made a simple comment, okay? And then Dr. No-No felt However, way she felt, and then she went and attacked Amy. Jo. That's what I'm saying. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. That, was, Chris, that was your why conspiring.
0: Chris,
1: why does Chris sound like that one black witness that they interview on the news? <laughs> and like, so That's what the way I saw it. Day. So here's what, what I you saw. know she was over here,
2: and she was over here, right? And so man, he I,
0: didn't, I didn't do nothing though. <laughs> but I here's what anything. I saw. But
2: this is what I saw. <laughs> That's Don't hilarious. Nobody. Get my face out of here. Change my oh voice. My yeah, blur me out. Blur me out. <laughs> blur me out. Blur
1: me. me out. Blur me, blur me out. out. Me. In fact, put that put the put that deep voice thing on me too. Right. A yes. <laughs> <laughs> robot right. voice.
0: <laughs> right. So
2: <they> know <laughs> me. All right. We get into these trending topics. Yeah, are, are we gonna get to trending topics, or you gonna you got something you gonna say? No, I got everything I got off my chest, and apparently so
0: did nah. Angel M D. So oh. we can go.
2: <laughs> you sure? Y- y'all sure y'all ain't got more?
3: Uh, you know me what? The <laughs> I'm joking because that is All not right. even me. <laughs> I'm
2: just playing. Now. <laughs> All right. So uh, my trending topic is kind of like a PSA, also, but we'll get into it. Anyway, so I saw this. I came across this article, and they were saying that two thirds of the the states are reporting very high or high levels of flu this season. Mm-hmm. So, and they reported like the week of the November nineteenth, there were like three thousand deaths from, illness, from flu related illness. Um, Yeah. And 17 reports are are reporting like really high levels. And this is, this is definitely different from last year because last year around this time, they weren't really reporting these high levels of flu. Right. And they're thinking the reason for this is because flu season kind of started a little earlier. And because it started earlier, a lot of people didn't get a chance to get vaccinated. So a lot of people are just getting sicker now, and I'm sure you've heard in the in the news too, like lots of people getting hospitalized with for flu, COVID, and RSV now. Girl, um, the, respiratory, mm, mm, virus. the
3: trifecta, right? Trifecta. right.
2: It's, it's getting bad. A lot of the pediatric um, hospitals, like they're like overwhelmed. And the other day, side note, other day I had to try to, I had this a uh, little little kid that had pneumonia, and I tried to order antibody for them. It's out of stock. Because you know um, these kids are getting sick, people are getting sick out here. So, I mean, there's a nationwide
0: shortage on Tamiflu. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally, I probably have one of the busiest nights I've ever had. Maybe two nights ago, we admitted damn near 30 people, oh. and half of them had influenza, flu, or COVID. Yeah, yep. and there is a national shortage on Tamiflu, and we ran out. So, um, but it's so crazy. Like, with, when people come in with RSV, they're so they're so hypoxic. It's
3: they're like, we're making sick. sure they don't have
0: like a uh a blood clot in their lung or something because they, they're coming in super hypoxic yeah and, um, the, and, the thing and about... I, i've never seen that before in our people yeah. in adults with rsv yes. usually kids will get it but like the adults now coming in are super sick with it which is crazy
2: yeah and it's usually people who are immunocompromised that really have this problem mm-hmm. with rsv but i'm seeing i don't know this might be like anecdotal information but it seems as though like people that aren't uh typically immunocompromised so much are getting RSV and getting really sick. Oh, for sure. Which is not no. something I would really expect.
0: Yeah, we're seeing that too. A lot of immunocompetent people are now coming in really mm-hmm. sick with RSV. Yeah. So I'm just I'm mm-hmm. just curious if this is like a new strain or something that has mutated and is now like a more serious form of RSV. So like we you no know, COVID is still COVID, but you know, mm-hmm. now with RSV becoming more like Serious and more prevalent in adults. I'm just wondering kind of what's going on with that strain there. So.
2: Well, I don't it's, know. It's I think, strange. I think there's a lot of things in it that's, that's contributing to it. You know, the fact that things started earlier, not enough people got vaccinated for flu. Now kids are in schools. They're not wearing masks. Like everybody's like all over each other. I think all of those things kind of like contribute to it and why we're seeing um, this trend. Uh, Mm Because typically, like, the flu really ramps up in December to January and February. But it's kind of like we're seeing this ramping up real high now and even earlier, right? So it's kind Mm -hmm. of, like, different from what we normally know. But basically, what I'm trying to tell people is you need to get vaccinated.
3: Please and thank you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Please and thank you. Now, we ran out of flu vaccines um, a couple weeks ago. And it literally took them... We ran out of flu and COVID. And it took them about three weeks to get those back in the building. Oh, my God. Yeah. We're out of everything. Wow. Oh, speaking of something, mm. we're out. I don't mean to bust up in here. But, y'all, we are out of Ozempic. And when I tell you, if people do not stop mm. coming for my life, messing around with this damn Ozempic, <laughs> um, there's a national shortage of Ozempic. For people who do not know what Ozempic is, it is a wonderful diabetes medication that is great at weight loss. It's wonderful. It's good, no doubt. I don't mind giving it. Y'all can all have it if you can afford it or if you qualify for it. But I can't make it. <laughs> My inbox mm-hmm. is full. At least every morning, there's another four messages from the patient behind the 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 CVS notification, like on back order. Unsure when it's going to be. What do you wish for an alternative? And the problem with giving an alternative is one. Um, our clinical pharmacists don't like that. They do not prefer that you pull somebody off that's doing well on what they, what they're on. And the alternatives are also close to being on national shortage. Y'all, they are torturing my soul. Mm-hmm. On, A lot in. of national shortage oh, wow. of like
0: major drugs recently. Like, you mm-hmm. know, when we did the ADHD episode, I think, uh, uh, Ritalin was on back. Order. Yes. Or no, not Ritalin. Um, Adderall. Uh, Adderall. Yep. Adderall. Yeah. That was on back order. Um, and then you know we've had the 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 um, Tamiflu now and now Ozempic so
3: I'm wondering like what is Septrineer
2: is also on back order I can't find it it's out of stock
3: it's a lot of things out well the, you know the supply oh. the, the supply chain so the the supply chain was impacted with COVID and it just mm-hmm. it's not fully recovered yet you know I get that nobody's in here selling square the toilet tissue for $20 anymore, but that does not mean that the, the supply mm-hmm. chain has completely recovered. And so I think we've been seeing smaller pockets of like drugs and stuff like that, that are out of stock, you know, all the time. Um, so, so I got one more thing was, it's going to shift to something totally
2: different. Cause that's all we do. You know, we tell you one thing and we shift to something totally different. So <laughs> I read another <laughs> article. <laughs> um, it's, I thought it was pretty interesting. So, um, I wanted to bring it up and it was basically talking about how the rap industry is talking and saying that um, hip hop should not be blamed for uh, being the scapegoat of um, the growing violence that's been going on. And this kind of just started like they've been talking since um, takeoff was uh, murdered uh, last month. And Mm. they were talking about how,
1: Hold um, on, hold on. You should, you should. Do you want to explain to the audience who Takeoff is for those that take maybe off do not is, follow rap?
2: You're right. I'm sorry. My my mistake. Takeoff was a member of Migos, a rap group. It was pretty pretty popular. We were trying to go to their concert, but we didn't get to make it. Oh, I'm sorry about that, but that's mm-hmm. a side note. Anyway, um, <laughs> so they started this conversation like rap industry leaders and trying to see how, you know what what to what to do about this how can we solve this and um basically they were saying that you know a lot of people are blaming the fact that hip-hop and the lyrics kind of promote violence but what they're trying to say is that it's it's not it's not really that we're not looking into the whole societal issues what's what's going on right because it's kind of like you know a lot of these rappers come from broken homes and mm. things that they're talking about Or some things that they experience in their life. So it's kind of like, you know, let's talk about fixing those kind of issues.
0: I mean, they've been doing the same, uh, you know, taking rap the scapegoat since like the early '80s or since the birth mm-hmm. of hip hop and rap. Like, so this is not a new argument, you know. And yeah, I it's, it's, it's not. a systemic. It's a systemic issue. It's not an issue with like the music or what they talk about. Like, because they talk about. Guns. They talk about hosts, They talk about getting all the money and blah blah blah. But I mean, that's not that's not the. Oh, can I say host? Oh, I just said it twice. <laughs> you it marked. You already uh, did. You marked
1: this. You marked this explicit. So I guess I did. Oh. Yeah. So
0: yeah. So essentially, I mean that that's not rap is not the issue for the the violence and like the gun violence issue that we have, which is purely a U.S. problem um and that's something that you need to look more at like the society factors like like you said broken homes um people not being able to afford like between getting food and medicine you know being able to get transport to go to food to go to clinic you know so those are things that you need to look at more so than blaming a genre of music right and it's not even it's not even rap that you know you know rap does the way people talk in rap is a lot different but you can get those same overtone from certain pop songs from certain country songs um, you know it may not be as uh, in your face but it's definitely still there so it's not fair to just label out one music genre as the, the root cause of all of our uh, violence within the country and not look at those other uh, genres of music as well
2: Well, I don't think they were saying mostly the whole country, but the, the whole thing is that they were saying also, I thought it was interesting when they put some statistics to it and they said like since like 2018, there've been at least two or more rappers per year killed as a result of gun violence. And the life expectancy of rappers per se is like within the age of 25 to 30. And I was like, that's crazy. I didn't even really think about that. You know, some of them. I mean, we do know that some of the rappers that we grew up with that, you know, they've been dying from like chronic medical conditions. More dying early. Mm-hmm. But then there yeah. are some that are killed and some that we don't even know who who murdered them. It's, it's not even, it's a mystery, right? Yeah. And the thing is, too, some of them are, some of them started out and they were doing some illegal stuff or were in gangs or whatever. And it's kind of like, you get this money, now you make it big and but you still roll in the same kind of circles or it's kind of like hard to to get away from that life so it's like now you got the money but you still got that mentality that you had back then so you're still moving the same way
3: and if they live past 30 they only live 10 more years to die of heart disease at 40 and 50 so i i i got issues with with rappers up and down right like yeah, i not transitioning into act like you've been here. Um Yeah, you make I, that's too the problem. much yeah. money to be out mm-hmm. here still in the clubs that got shot up every weekend when you were growing up. I get that those clubs are sentimental. I get all that stuff. But why are you there? Right. You're an entertainer. Yeah. Why are you there if they're not paying you to be there? And you can't bring your, you know, although they have security and all this kind of stuff in in, in their case, and that man, that whole that whole tr- whole event is tragic, that right? Was
2: tragic. It was tragic. It was
0: terrible. But yeah. I. It was friendly fire. Yeah, friendly it was. Fire. It was. It
3: was. Yeah. But I'm. I feel. I feel like the rap community hasn't figured out how to master the art of longevity in general, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they are dying literally dying of two things: gunfire. Or chronic disease early, right? They're getting amputations. They're losing their kidneys. They're losing their eyesight. They die of diabetes. They die of uncontrolled hypertension or they're getting shot, right? Like it's just one or the other. And I think what two tragic ways for to see all of y'all go out mm-hmm. because those two things based on the money that you're making should be preventable.
2: I think it's important to know like it's, you know, your circle, It's important to have the right people in your circle, I think, to help. Because I think, you know, you only know what you know. But if you're around the right people that can educate you and tell you, then maybe you can make some of those changes.
3: Yeah.
1: Find some new outlets. Find some new opportunities. Like, for example, iced tea. Ice T the rapper. Now he's doing Cheerios commercials talking about this keeps my heart healthy. Right. This lowers my cholesterol. I'm like, is this Ice T? Yeah. Doing yoga, doing yoga with the little uh, Cheerios, little bumblebee that comes up to him, like, Ice T, are you doing yoga? He's like, yeah, my heart is healthy because I eat Cheerios. That's oh, so cute. God, is it
0: great. is so cute. I know. This is
1: great.
0: No, on the Snoop
3: Dogg release. I'm like, we need uh, more
0: of
1: that. More of that. Yeah,
0: and Snoop Dogg released a uh, clothing line for dogs. I think
3: um, Snoop is living his hilarious. best life, and I am not no, mad at like
0: I love it. I, I feel like he completed his main quest, and now he's just doing all these side quests just because he can. Man, like when he when
2: he hosted that fight, <laughs> he was jokes. When he hosted the Mike Tyson oh, no. yeah. he was <laughs> jokes.
3: Slow down, time. nephew. You got I on did... basketball shoes. Listen, right. <laughs> we said all the time in my house, and it is hilarious. <laughs> Oh, uh, sorry, like, sorry to Nate, sorry to that man. But um, I look, <laughs> I yeah. But oh, I think that was that's was that's, that's what's supposed too? to happen. I think so. Yeah. But okay. then he performed, and that's the fight he performed like yeah. during that, and it was yeah. still it was, dope. Like this is why yeah. you know you do it. Um, you know, Jay Z says something like in one of his interviews. He kind of says stuff like that. He was kind of talking about like him and all his homeboys and like how creative they all are and everything, and and how um.
1: Jay-Z keep his circle His tight. circle is very tight. He keep his circle tight and the same. Yes.
3: But whoever that is that that served time, that got out, you know, is like, they was some Tata, like how creative he is. He's doing his own thing. And I think the interviewer was trying to, like, ask, like, you know, could you believe that this is something? And he was like, well, yeah. It's amazing what happens you when you give folks money. And you um, change their environment so they don't have to be thinking about all the violence that's gonna happen, right? Like he was like, we look like people who got time and money on our hands to be creative and think of other things, right? So he was like, yeah, Tata, create. You know, he's he's conversational now, right? He's got things to say. He's got thoughts in his mind, but but that's what's supposed to happen, right? Like if you if you make it big enough that you can make real legit money you're supposed to have the freedom and the opportunity to not be ducking in your grandma's house in the living room. Right? Like you've paid Mm. for the liberty of living well. Right. And that's the part that I think is missed on the rap community as a whole. Like you are trying to live well and living well does not look like being the one dude in the club that's got the money doing the same thing you were doing when you ain't had no money.
1: And it makes you a target you the one dude in the club who got all the money. That makes you a target in the hood. Like, what? If you don't go somewhere and go mix and mingle with people in your own tax bracket, don't you go to a (laughs) a cocktail mixer something. I don't know. But you don't need to be in this hood club right now. Why are you here? Tripping. You wouldn't catch me in the slums of Lauderdale if I hit the lotto. What? Please.
3: Listen,
2: nobody will catch me, okay? I'll be on some island on an unknown location, okay? They'll be like, where's she at? Girl, you know go you know, real I quick. You, oh, you, like, they, barely catch you. they can barely oh, catch you now, Chris. They can barely catch you now, Chris. I'm already, I already know. If I were live that rich style, rich be like on a style. a yacht somewhere shoot. in the Mediterranean.
0: Just out be here. doing
2: this PRN, y'all. Right. <laughs> PRN. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> your doctor would be your side gig, huh? That's the dream, y'all. That's my dream.
1: <laughs> you know, you know that's Chris's dream to do the doctor as a side gig. You know what she girl? We need wanna to get to some know, basketball know, games. You huh? know what she really want to do? That's at court time.
2: <sighs> Too old, y'all. I'm too old for that.
1: Oh, that's a young girl's game. <laughs> <laughs> you,
2: you, you got to know your limits, right? Oh my god, you got to know what like, what I look like. I can't go up with these high heels trying to run after these dudes, and I and I sit there trip and break a bone. That's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's not cool, nor is it cute. I can't do that. Walking just, up there in your little cast. Just for hey.
1: somebody, just for someone with a big heart like LeBron to come and help you up, like you are
2: right? no. exactly. There you go. That's if he does. That's if he does. He might just walk right over me, like my wife at home. I gotta go. You know. Like, <laughs> what am I gonna do? You know, like that's not. I can't do that. No, that's somebody
1: sweet. they got a heart.
0: No, I bet you if anyway. you did that at a Bucks did, game, did you, oh boy would come out and help you
2: out.
1: Yes, Giannis would. Giannis Shona would. Yeah. yeah, he probably would. Not- and then he'd be like, Giannis would be like,
2: oh, oh, my, oh my gosh. <laughs> i would be like, here you go. He lift me up and sit on the chair and then he go play his game. You in the way, chick? You in the way. <laughs> oh you my fell in a, queen, my way.
1: A, a queen. A queen has fallen. <laughs> 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 Gian, Giannis would It'd be like, like,
0: my king has come to save me. Do you want my number? <laughs> there you go. Girl.
1: I know you. you know what? You know what? On that note, on that note, did you have another trending topic, Chris? Nah, or, or can that I or it. Can I pivot? Okay.
3: <laughs> While we get too, you we get guys too went deep into, your, into your wants,
1: y'all went all the way on get too deep into your wants and preferences. Oh no, you know? no, I'm,
2: I'm good. I don't, I don't. Oh, our
0: inbox will be so flooded it. after this. I'm sure.
2: Listen, listen i got i got a job i got a 401k i got a career you know
1: <laughs> is this is this an ad I
2: mean,
1: <laughs> do you want to tell them when if she's a cancer <laughs> i am
2: uh, i'm a cancer i like
1: long walks on the beach oh my god okay okay, okay. no book for other so the topic for today <laughs> oh my goodness So I realized that since starting uh, this season, this isn't really a topic to bring us down. And it's actually going to be a topic that we can talk leisurely about. And it's actually very similar to a topic I've done before in past seasons. So basically, I wanted to just give you guys some tips. Um, Basically, this is going to just be kind of like a mental health awareness really quick type of episode. um, Just to kind of keep yourself sane and centered during the holidays. Mm -hmm. Um, and I came across an article, which I thought was really good. The article kind of had like 10 like ten tips that you can do to really help to maintain your sanity during the holidays. Mm. But I'm going to tell you all how I got here. I'm going to tell you all how I got here. I got here because I was going to do a different topic about something completely different. But this week when I was at work, I had to do a warm handoff for about six patients this week already. So at my job, a warm handoff basically means... If you have a patient in front of you who's having like a mental health spiral, whether it's like acute sadness, depression, or rage, or whatever it might be, we have this thing where we can do a warm handoff to like a mental health provider, kind of like an urgent care but for mental health, and they'll meet you at your at your clinic, and they'll walk the patient over to the mental health area and like help them resolve their episode mm-hmm. at That's that so time. Cool. Yeah. It's really, really good. And we need it, you know, based on the type of setting I'm in and the patients, the type of patients I see, we really need it. So I really haven't had to do, but like one since I've been there for about three, four months, but then this past week, I had to do like five or six Mm. and people are spiraling during the holidays for all different reasons too. Some of them have anxiety about being around certain family members during the holiday. Some of them have family members who've passed away around the holiday, whether it's like a child that passed away, their siblings, mom or dad, like someone passed away during the holidays and it's triggering or even just feeling insecure and adequate about like not having any money and living paycheck to paycheck and people who, you know, are anticipating gifts and you don't have the money for gifts, just a lot of a lot of different things. This is very triggering. And I was like, "Yo!" And it's crazy to me because I'm be real with you y'all. I'll be real with y'all. I love Christmas. I this is my favorite time of year. Like I get so hyped. Like when they were talking about like decorating, when you know, when they were talking about, "Oh, let's decorate the office. Let's decorate the lobby." I'm like, "Let's go! Ornaments, <laughs> yes! Light, flash, boom!" And I'm always so extra cheerful during this time. That it's very interesting to me that during this time it is so triggering for other people, and it just never. Not that it never dawned on me, but like I'm seeing a lot of patients where the holiday is very triggering for them. So I was like, yo, I was blown. So that was like, okay. So then I found this article by the Mayo Clinic. Shout out to the mayoclinic.org. You guys can check it out. But it's basically some tips for the holiday to kind of help you navigate different situations. There's nine tips, but I'm not really going to talk about all of them. There's a couple here that I thought were extremely useful, especially for those of us that have a family members who you don't see all the time and who you need to take in small doses. Um, I think that there's a lot of really good tips here for things like that. So one of the tips that I thought was very important, um, which has to do with more like reflection is acknowledge your feelings. So it basically just kind of talks about whenever you do feel like a negative feeling at that moment to kind of really just sit in it and acknowledge it and telling yourself that it's okay to cry, it's okay to feel inadequate, it's okay to feel insecure whether that thought comes to you and you're like, wow, like I really don't want to go to this Christmas party because I don't know, I've gained weight since the last company function and I can't fit into the dress. I want whatever it might be, whatever. The first thing that's on this list is actually acknowledge your feelings. And I think it was, I think it's interesting because whenever I have, I've mentioned this to my patients and I ask them about their feelings, sometimes patients don't want to acknowledge their feelings so that if they sit with their feelings for too long, it makes them sad. And it, and that also triggers them. So like, oh no, I don't like to think about these feelings. I distract myself. That's what I do. I distract myself with drinking, or I go do something else. I go exercise. I call my homegirls. I don't think about this. And in the long run, that might not be the best option. But trying to kind of tackle it bit by bit with a little reflection, I think could be helpful.
3: I do, and I do, I get a lot of I have a lot of um retirees, you know, uh, that I see because. You know, for people who don't know, uh, you know, as the military shrinks, it's it's top heavy, right? And so as the military shrinks things down, more and more people who are retired, you know, formerly active duty and now retired, get pushed out into community medicine. And so they... Um, you, you see them more and it's all kind of traumas. It gets triggered. It's, it's triggered. And then even people who are not military, my regular patients, I feel like also coming in and it's reminding them of a family member that, you know, has been gone. And then that brings up stuff that they should have said. Um, and so when you say like, you know, um, step one is to acknowledge your feelings. I think that probably keeps people up at night. Like the inability to be like, you know what? That pisses me off. Like, I don't have any appreciation for how you said there, or I don't have an appreciation for, you know, what that looks like. That, I I think that that drives probably so many people um, insane being facetious. Um, so many people just become mm-hmm. very bothered. Insomnia, irritability, GERD, all kind of stuff, because they do not acknowledge the feeling, so that they don't express it, and it, it, it chews at them. So I do see it a lot.
2: A lot of, and sometimes I see it like, kind of like inadvertently like they're seeing me for something else mm-hmm. and like I'm used to them and I see them and I see that their energy is a little off and then I ask them a question and then they let me know this is going on and then we address it because I'm I'm seeing like oh they're a little resistant to this plan like things are not like say like they came in for their follow-up of diabetes and we checked their A1c and it's high but it was never high before it was always pretty good so like what's happening and just talking Mm -hmm. about that. And then they tell me, oh yeah, this is the time I've been eating things that I don't want to eat. I'm stress eating. Why are you stress eating? Like what's going on? And sometimes, you know, it's like they kind of do that first step in there with me because they're not really sitting there and did not realize it or have anyone point out to them what's really causing some of the, what, what they're really upset about that's causing them to not be as healthy you know so Mm
3: -hmm. and i think
2: that isn't that is that's a point that's an important step but it's kind of like you kind of feel like duh you should do that you should know that but it but sometimes it's like you don't really think to do that right just to sit in it and like really like acknowledge like oh this is a problem for me. I need to do something about that.
1: And also a lot of, a lot of people have also passed away since COVID. Mm. So a lot of people, they're used to having certain family mm-hmm. members around. And over the last two, three years, a lot of people have passed away. And that's a fact. Yeah,
0: during like the fall and winter months, I think December was probably our, our highest hit month for like COVID deaths, just like everywhere. Um, you know, like those were the days where we had like five, six code blues and no one made it. Um, so we have a lot of family members who are lost. Aww. No, it was it was terrible, um, but we had a lot of family members that didn't make it, and I can imagine like during the holidays, like that's you know a time for family to be together, and when you've lost your your matriarch, your patriarch, you know the kid or two or multiple, then it's it's very triggering for a lot of people. So I can understand why the holidays would be you know very very hard, uh,
1: especially post COVID. Now this next nugget. I'm just going to read it to y'all because I found it so interesting. This next nugget says, set aside differences. Mm. And it says, (laughs) it says, try to accept family members and friends as they are, even if they do not live up to your expectations. Try to set aside your grievances until a more appropriate time for discussion and be understanding if others get upset or distressed when something goes awry. Chances chances are they're feeling the effects of the holiday stress and depression just like you are. Give grace.
2: Uh, now that's an
3: important one. Mm. Give grace. This is no it.
2: I mean, is yes.
3: that what you doing? Cause, <laughs> <laughs> cause, um, mm. <laughs> because they just but, saying but put it on that, pause, put it on cause pause. Because I can't acknowledge my feelings awesome. sometimes if you got me out here in these streets giving grace because I'm gonna be like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, which one you want, right? I need to be like, you know, every time you come, you always on some bullshit. Right. <laughs> we knew when you was coming, that was what's gonna be. So that's me expressing my feelings. And I'm gonna give you grace, so I'm gonna let you stay here. But I wanted you to know that I know that you know that I know that you know that you on know bullshit. Right
1: apparently i need to repeat this for amy Jones. i don't, I don't think so i think she, I think this she this got phrase, it
2: right i think she got it right
1: this phrase that i feel is, very good
3: about that i'm ready for the holiday
1: accept people accept people where mm-hmm. they are even if they don't live up to your you picture.
3: come in yeah oh my God, listen you come me. in you, you can eat listen we're not putting you out you can stay tonight whatever you need to we're here for you I, my home is your home enjoy yourself but I, I, look, I we're just gonna I'm
2: skip watching that. that I'm watching
3: you. I'm watching you. <laughs> I'm
2: watching you. I'm watching you. Just say one okay, more. Okay, this thing. next one. Okay, one okay, 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 okay,
1: okay. <laughs> listen. Okay, here's the next nugget. Here's the next nugget. Okay, the next nugget is called "Be Realistic." <laughs> <laughs> Let me read the blurb. Let already. me read the blurb. The blurb says, "The blurb says the holidays do not need to be perfect, and they do not need to be just like last year." As families grow and change, traditions and rituals and relationships often will, too. Is that one okay? I'm with it. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Be, Absolutely. Be that this person is going to start stuff, and they always going to start stuff. Be realistic.
3: <laughs> well, I think that's, a, you know, I think for um, you, Dr. Sunshine, and even myself, like, holidays look very different <laughs> for me now than they did two years ago. Right. It's it's such a different um, tradition and and plans and expectations. And so. um, It's definitely a lesson in, you know, it doesn't always look the same. Uh, And so, you know, I imagine that we will probably be doing it Mm -hmm. a little bit differently every year for the next several years. So we figure out, okay you know, it works or maybe the new routine is that it always looks different. Right. And so there is no routine. The, The new routine is that there is no routine. Um, But that throws some people off, especially folks that are dealing with anxieties and depressions, because they're banking on this one day, looking like the thing they remember that brought them comfort. But it's kind of hard because the dynamics have changed. Right. You know, like going to grandma's house or going to your favorite auntie's house, because that's where all the family gathered. It's sometimes hard when you've lost a a matriarch in the family, or you've lost a key component that really was the glue that kept the family together. And so- it, that probably is also a big challenge that people have been trying to get all year to if I could just get to the holiday so I can be around family because the last time i remember feeling good I was around family and if the the cause of the years stressors have been a change in family dynamics I think that point there is challenging
1: mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah and you'll and sometimes you'll even get family members that, that challenge you on it sometimes and they'll be like what do you mean you're not coming home for christmas but but we we always do christmas why why wouldn't you know because everybody finds their comfort in these different ways you know like it's or even or even sometimes sometimes it's even smaller stuff sometimes it's like if somebody in the family married somebody that the rest of the family don't like and now she or he is coming to these events too and they like you bringing that man you bringing him you don't need to bring him he throw off the family vibes. You can leave him there. Bring the kids. <laughs> leave him. Bring your mac and cheese. <laughs> like it's it's just because as time goes on, these things things are gonna look different. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And Amy Jo brings up a great point because even me and my family, because our family is so big on holidays. I mean, y'all know me. My whole family is just like me. We do things big. We celebrate stuff. We we do a lot, a lot of rah-rah-rah. That's who we are. It's fine. But you know, especially as you're in long-term relationships when you've been with someone for like two three years get married then it's like sometimes you don't get to hang out with your family yep. because now you are part of their family and like and th- and everything is literally what what amy joe just said the way that you've kind of been visualizing things for years you realize that it's, it's just different it's different now you know and sometimes it's hard yeah and some and sometimes, especially when it's, okay, because there is the be realistic thing, right? I get that. But then there's also the set aside differences thing. I get that. But there are some times when people date each other. And one thing when you're dating somebody, you might be like, listen, my non-negotiable is I want to do Christmas with my family. And for some people, that's a non-negotiable. Yeah. Some people are like, this is what we do. I spend every Christmas with my family and that's it. If you can't get with that, then do yes. Yeah. And for some people, that holiday's Thanksgiving. They're like, "No, every Thanksgiving we go to this person's house. This is part of my life. I can't, I can't give that up." So mm-hmm. it's, it's tricky. It's
2: tricky. It's, tricky, it's, tricky, tricky. Tricky, tricky, tricky. it's I, tricky. I already know I would have that problem. They're gonna have to be on board. You said you would have that have, problem. they don't have to be on board with my plan. I don't know how that's gonna work out. <laughs>
1: <Ugh>. <laughs> but you know what? But the holidays change, right? So even if they're part of your plan, you can, you might bring your significant other to your family function, and but that also requires your significant other to be open-minded and be part of the you know it works both ways mm-hmm. it works both ways because mm-hmm. if you're gonna come you better come with the you better come with the vibes mm-hmm. like, oh yeah
2: yeah don't be over- yeah, yeah yeah and like, you can't you, you just like, can't like, come and just sit in the corner and not talk to nobody exactly. and i gotta right. and i gotta I bring you. Leave no, no, no. you at home right and then i gotta, I gotta answer yourself. questions you gotta fend for yourself i gotta answer no. questions
1: from my aunties about why you're not right. talking to no. nobody get up here and be social
2: you gotta talk
1: you better get up here and be... You sound like somebody auntie for real. No, you gotta... You better get up here and be social. But it's, it's a little hard for my family
2: because, um, you know, you know, my we Haitian, so some, you know, they speak another language, so some people we can't communicate with them, so... But, but you know, but listen, my aunties, they'll throw some English words for you. I'm trying to talk to
3: you. <laughs> I feel like I need to come to a Thanksgiving at your house, Dr. Chris. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, they gonna... I agree. They are going I agree. to They're going to feed you.
3: Yeah. I'm and all, there's I'm, gonna be
2: lots of drinking. I'm
3: down. Hey, the Baba uh kicking Babacore. Was
1: kicking...
3: Oh yes. Yeah. Remember when we
1: stuff. were kicking it on the beach and you were with two women are those your cousins? Yes. Who you was kicking yes. it with? Oh yeah. If they gonna be there, them and they mamas, oh yeah, I'm down yeah. for that. They cool
2: people. Yeah. We could vibe. We could vibe. They cool. Yeah.
1: So two two more nuggets I'm gonna give y'all. This one is probably more in line with Amy Joe. Uh, this nugget is called take a breather. <laughs>
2: she trying to tell you you're angry? <laughs> She's trying to say you're no, angry. No, <laughs> but take a breather. And basically, it
1: basically means that when you find yourself in holiday stressful situations, like some of those conversations or interacting with some of those cousins, that you need to find something to do to take a breather to relieve the stress, which means go for a walk. Um, you need to limit your... Small small doses with these people who trigger you. Like over yes.
0: here smiling. Same thing Amy Joe answer. was
1: same thing. Same <laughs> thing, same thing. Same thing Amy Joe was saying. Same thing Amy Joe was saying. We ain't gonna kick you out. You gotta play. I <laughs> can I could chit chat. I can chit chat with you for five, ten minutes tops. And then I'ma go on the other side of the room. So when you see things that are triggering, and even some people like some people for the holidays, sometimes they'll see like maybe they've had an pretty much absent father and that father decides to only show up on Christmas maybe if he feels like you know what I'm saying like people have people pop up around the holidays who just trigger them and just be like for real you here why are you here right. like it's it happens all the time or that random baby daddy who don't never show up for nothing for none of these kids show up on Christmas you be like for real you gonna show up for the kids did you bring the kids something did you <laughs> come with gifts did you at least bring something for the kids you know what I'm saying like People have people that show up at the holidays and trigger them. So this one's just called "Take a breather, take a moment, step away." You know, pray about it, mm-hmm. read a book, go for a walk, something.
2: Yes, <laughs> you, can, you can do like three, two, one, one, two, three. What
3: the heck is bothering me? <laughs> what? What is that? <laughs> that was on the show. That was on the show. You know, I.
1: That was on the show. That was on the
3: show. I completely agree like with Debris. all of this.
1: <laughs> okay the last nugget i will give y'all because we're not gonna go through all nine some of the some of the nine are pretty self-explanatory like if you need a mental health provider go get a provider things like that stuff like that the last nugget that i will say was in this article that i thought was good is it helps you to maintain your mental health if you do not abandon your healthy habits during the holidays Mm. so if like even though all these people are coming in town out of town people making all this food all of that If you know what keeps you centered is to do your yoga every Wednesday, try your best to do your yoga every Wednesday. If you really get your kicks from like, yo, when I drink my smoothies, it just kicks off my day. Like, yo, keep drinking your smoothies. Try your best to keep your healthy habits and intertwine them into the holiday. And that gives you a little bit of foundation so that you're not so thrown off that it throws off everything physically and mentally.
3: Yeah, I agree
1: so chris so chris while you over there kicking it with your two personal trainers <laughs> you know keep your appointments keep your appointments before the holiday and after the holiday you know try to try to keep your good things going you know so that you get that boost while the rest of your family trying to not i'm talking about family members like they bad family members are cool my family's dope like listen I- i'm sure we all have we dope do. family members but mm-hmm. yeah y'all know what i mean mm-hmm. y'all know what i mean
3: yeah <laughs> Just, just anything I mean, anything that's going to change it. Because I, mean, I enjoy the the holidays, right? It's a good time mm-hmm. to relax. It's a good time to, you know, just not be stressed about work and all this kind of stuff. Like people come around. Everybody's funny. They're typically in a good mood. Um, but if you get out of... If in, being in your routine keeps your stress levels down, then yeah, go ahead and get up in that morning and, and go ahead and do that workout, right? You get to come back, sleep in, yeah. take a nap, do all these kind of things. I actually like... Um, my morning workouts better during the holiday because I'm like, and I get to take a nap when I go home. Now that might not happen, but it's something about knowing that if I want to, I can come home and take a nap after this workout that makes me a little excited. So I definitely treated myself to Orange Theory <laughs> over the Thanksgiving holiday. I just changed it. So instead of going at like six in the morning I went like the 845 class, but yeah, yeah, oh, snap. but it's, it's still, is, it's good. Cause it keeps your stress levels down.
1: Yeah. It gives you a little yeah. buffer, you know? So if you encounter a little, a little BS along the way, you like, it's cool. You know why I got my workout in. I'm a pivot, take my breather, be realistic. Right. <laughs> what were the other ones? <laughs> breather, be realistic. Um, what was the name of the one that Amy Joe was like? Whatever. What, what? What was that one? That was oh, setting aside differences. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that one. I understand.
3: <laughs> giving have, grace. Might have been wait. Giving grace. <laughs> giving grace.
1: Giving grace. Giving
3: giving yes. grace. Setting aside <laughs> I'm gonna give you some grace. You can eat. You know,
2: we're gonna let you have it. That that was the <laughs> grace. That was the grace. grace. Right. You let them eat. You let them eat. You let them stay. That was you being graceful.
1: Oh my gosh. I am, I am,
3: no anyway so those are just some house. of my
1: nuggets that these are just some of the nuggets that you guys can maybe take advantage of and hope for you to have a, a nice prosperous holiday Absolutely. season you know oh, because because nice. ultimately ultimately we want for you guys to have a good time eat some food bond with family be safe mm-hmm. more than anything else but we also want you to be able to protect your mental health you know? yes, that's- Go pivot to the questions. All right. I guess
0: a question I've been getting is um, uh, so, with a lot of the mask mandates that are going away in like hospitals, um, so now they're making them like uh, uh, um, they're recommending it, but it's not made mandatory. A lot of patients have been asking me, like, well, do I still need to wear a mask and you know, would you recommend it? And I think you know, during the beginning of our talk, we were like, No, we're seeing, like, increased rates of COVID, RSV, and flu going around right now. And if you're all kind of gathered together in one ER and, you know, you don't know the person next to you has, like, either one of those from that trifecta, I honestly think just play it safe, I would just keep a mask on while you're in the hospital because a lot of, not even just the respiratory viruses, a lot of stuff is just floating around that you don't really want to pick up. So, I mean, it's mask on during the hospital at least just to keep yourself safe and to not bring anything home to your family
1: yo I I didn't even know that that was I didn't either maybe it's it's because the hospital like the the hospital that I work at because I do work in the hospital I work on the first floor of the hospital and if you get admitted I just send you upstairs but I do work in a hospital and because of who I work for I don't see that changing anytime soon But I guess in the other normal Hospital networks that might be um, <laughs> Well
2: I don't I don't work in a hospital I work in a clinic but I mean so far in our clinic We're still enforcing the mask But I I do think they're Going to move to letting it be An option for the patients um, To wear masks but I'm going to be Honest with you I'm still going to wear A mask so I don't yeah. know about everybody else Like before I wasn't, you know, it's crazy to me because before COVID really happened, people come in with the flu, they coughing, I'm in their throat, I'm like, hum, hum, hum. I got no mask, I'm like, hum, 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 looking through, <laughs> it's fine. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, that was crazy. Why did I do that? Um, yes,
1: you re- you're you're re-
2: you're revisiting all of your other. Yes, and I'm looking, I'm like, why would I do that? Why, why wouldn't I wear a mask? So now I wear masks. Like I I go to places. I'm the only one wearing a mask and I am unbothered because I'm like, I don't yeah. know you and I don't know what's happening. And you want to be out here with no mask, but I'm going to wear mine and I feel fine. Thank God. Yo, you want to know what is so
1: wild to me? And I find it so wild. And, and, and the thought occurred to me recently when we were at the airport, because mm. we were in the international terminal at the airport going on our honeymoon, right? And then, oh yeah, by the way, we haven't recorded since I got married. Hey. I'm married. Y'all. Hey. hey! What up, what up, what up, what up, what up. I don't think we've told y'all that. The three, the three episodes we recorded were before the wedding. So I don't even know if y'all know if I got married. I got married. Mm-hmm. And um on the honeymoon, we went to Fiji. And when I was in the international terminal at LAX, right? It's probably about 50-50. Half of them on a mask, half don't, right? And it is so wild to me because everybody's cool, right? Everybody's cool until somebody without a mask starts coughing like crazy, right? So we're all kind of like close to each other because they started boarding, right? So we're like, we're in the line waiting to board. And there's like this person that is just like having like this cough attack. Like this, it's just, it's phlegmy, it's loud. It's just a lot, it's a lot, right? So me, I'm cool, I'm unbothered because I'm like, I got my mask on, I'm, I'm Gucci, like, I'm fine. But then everyone around him who didn't have on a mask, they were just like, Like, they looked like they didn't know what to do because they felt like I guess they felt like unprotected, like they didn't have on any armor. They just did it. They were like giving him the look and they were like, oh, my gosh, To try to like scoot away and everything. I'm like, yo, you don't know what's going to happen at any point in time, but you out here without a mask on your face and you're just unprepared. And then got the nerve to look at this man like he's crazy. But I'm like, yo, we're at the airport all coming in the international terminal. You don't know where these people are coming from. They could be coming from Japan, Africa, Australia. You don't know where these people are coming from. So I'm like, yo, this goes back to my other nugget. Be realistic, bruh. Like, seriously, be realistic. Because if you're going to have the balls to be out here without a mask on at the airport, you can't look at this dude crazy because he's coughing. Because tis the season, right? Yeah. It's holiday time. People are sick. You have the balls to come out here without a mask. So now you're going to look at this dude crazy because he's coughing and sneezing along with the other people around you and looking at all them like, how dare you be coughing and sneezing around me? Nah, how dare you have the balls to be out here without a mask on looking at them like they're crazy. I'm like, oh, y'all crazy. I don't know what's happening here.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. that's like, that's like like That's like a dude, you know, having sex with a girl with no condom and mad. Cause he could have put the condom on and mad that she pregnant. Well, you should have put your condom on. I mean, right? You could have. It's you, like you, you have, came out there. Don't be mad. <laughs> Cause uh... you have the
1: you have the means you have the means and the resources to change mm. this. You just chose not to. And now when now when now when things got real, that shit hit the fan. Now, now all of a sudden now, 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 now it's, now it's, the it's issue. Right. It's like it's like how dare you how dare you stand next to me and cough like that? You see, I don't have a mask on. I'm like, but well, I'm looking at that like, well, why don't you have a mask? On? Right. <laughs> wild
2: wild wild stuff
1: at the airport international terminal lax wow places you're (laughs) not
2: gonna (laughs) catch me without a mask airport is one of them airport (laughs) hospital i think i think my mask is gonna be i don't think i'm ever really gonna take it off honestly i don't know if i'm gonna feel comfortable again to walk certain places without a mask i don't know i might get there at some point but i don't see it happening in the near future or next year
1: Mm -mm. because and and now when we think about it you know every year even as doctors we already know this every year there's a flu season and every every year there's just an infectious season we Mm -hmm. know it and it's just it's part of
2: life yeah i'm gonna have my mask and be vaccinated and if i gotta get 10 covid vaccines so so be it
1: But yes. Do you guys have room you guys have room inside of your souls for chocolate kisses? Maybe.
2: Okay, I'll start. Oh my goodness. Oh, you go start, moment. Chris. Chris, you never start. I know, I never start. You never start, Chris. I'm gonna start. My chocolate kiss is going to be to Dr. Sunshine. Aw. Oh, to me, to you. really. I enjoyed your wedding. It was so great. It was so much fun. And oh, thank you so much you. for having me there and I was able to partake in the lovely ceremony. <laughs> yeah. It was a long day. Girl, it was a so long happy. day. But it was I'm a lot happy of fun. you had a good time. A I mean, I'm I guess probably too. That was
0: yes. probably the most fun yeah, I've ever had, a I had. I had I had it. Like, it was so well done. I had the vibe of Yay. everybody being the introvert, introverted ass that I am. My God, like it was so welcoming, and oh, yeah, it the music great. was great. The food was great. The vibes were uh, immaculate. It like it was such an amazing day from top to finish. So you,
2: awesome, awesome. I, I just, I just have to say it. Oh, thanks, I'm an awesome. I'm an awesome wedding guest, and I'm gonna tell you why. I say I'm an awesome wedding guest. You what? put music on. I don't know what it is with me. You put music on. I go on the floor and I'll start dancing. <laughs> it don't gotta be. It don't matter what it is. I'm dancing. I could be tired. I'm like, oop. <laughs> I'm on. I gotta go back on. You could play the same song three times. I'm getting back on there. Get back on there? And I'm gonna dance.
0: Yeah. I remember I was walking back to my seat and I'm like, I was dancing like, I think five songs <laughs> for eight. and i I'm like, I'm tired. Let me go sit down. And then I think that's when the DJ put on swag surf and I'm like, oh, Let me get back out there. So I mean, it was just I was Man, I gotta swear yeah my I was sore. My man, my man. I was so sore, <laughs> probably not as sore as the people doing the the South that was that South Floridian dance where they get down on the floor and they do the the Bop. The bop, bop, <laughs> bop bop. I saw I saw them uh, my little brother. It down there right, shout out to my little brother
1: Matt. My little brother yeah. showed out. I'm like, Brent, you gotta leave some Bob no, he for took all
0: of it. People. he He leave, ate it and gotta... left no crumbs.
2: I uh, I think. I think he had the most fun yeah, than anybody. My little brother, yeah, he sure
1: did. <laughs> you think you think so, Chris?
2: Mm. Oh yes.
1: Oh yes.
2: <laughs> I did oh. not have fun like that, but um, but I did have a good time. Yo, yeah, shout out,
1: shout time. out, shout out to the little brother. He go hard. He's still in his twenties. He'll he'll, he'll the better. But shout <laughs> out to the little brother.
2: Oh yes. He got, he, them, got, he got them good knees. He, he got, got them good knees. knees. He got them good knees. some people were doing right. their Bob. I know they felt, <laughs> it the <next> <laughs> <laughs> oh good felt it the next day. Good
1: times. Oh, my goodness. felt it the next day. Well, to follow suit as well, my chocolate kiss is going to go to y'all, my lovely bridesmaids, and all the guests who could attend, and even those who couldn't attend and sent me well wishes, anyone who showed me love and support. Like, we honestly, we had a great time as well. So I'm happy that y'all had a good time. And yeah, it was great, y'all. Now I can just, you know, kick it and chill until y'all come out here and plan a wedding. You know, Amy Joe is not on the call right now. Uh, but I'll say that she has nuptials coming up. So that's our next big party. So we get to turn up on Amy Joe's. <laughs> Yay. And, and, hopefully, and hopefully she loves us enough to give us an open bar. But even if she doesn't, we still gonna, we still gonna be busy. So it don't of matter. Of course. I have no <laughs> doubt. Okay. There'll be an open bar there. i okay. um,
2: no doubt. No doubt. No it doubt. It doesn't matter. You just... You just put you just put music on. I'm but kidding. you but you know
1: sometimes it depends on the venue. You know some venues you pick sometimes mm. they can offer it sometimes they can't because they gotta have someone to serve the you know to serve the the alcohol the alcohol. Hey. <laughs> but yes, okay, ladies. In that case, no, no. Tell the people where oh, to find us. So
0: feel free to check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, which is still up and running. Um, our handle is at the Chocolate MDS. And uh, you can also send us questions through our Gmail, which is www.no, that's our website. Our, which you can also send us questions through our website, which is www.thechocolatemds.com and our Gmail, which is the
1: same, thechocolatemds at gmail.com a perfect we wish you guys a wonderful evening i think we'll probably happy holidays will we will we'll, we'll see them again oh, will we on. will we see them again yeah. before well, uh, i'm with chris happy please. holidays we don't know
2: happy holidays we don't know, <laughs> we
1: don't know. <laughs> let me see I'm, I'm gonna check the calendar i'm, 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 Listen, I'm gonna let the one more episode because you know holidays. they would be feeding for us yes exactly we'll talk to y'all one more time before christmas so we good but i'll say oh, happy okay. holidays like chris in the meantime because hanukkah's in there and then kwanzaa's up in there too So a bunch yeah, of days you know things. all those things are up in there so we'll see y'all before christmas but just in case y'all have other faiths you know happy holidays yeah, you. You. and then yeah bye, bye y'all